You have to find a mentor right off because uh, you waste a lot of time. They can show you the tried and true methods. They can give you the fastest path to success. You're learning from all their mistakes. Best ever listeners, wouldn't it be nice to have a $2 million pre-approval line of credit? Ah, Just think about that. Isn't that nice? Wouldn't that be nice? How would that help you get more deals done? Because when you submit a pre-approval line of credit with your offer on a fix and flip house, do you think it's going to stand out more? I think so. And our friends at Fund That Flip, you know Fund That Flip, Matt Rodak, he's been on the show before many times. He's a friend of mine. He's also the owner of Fund That Flip and they're a sponsor of today's episode. What they're doing is they're giving a $2 million pre-approval line of credit up to $2 million pre-approval line of credit for qualified buyers. And my gosh, in this competitive buying market, sellers prefer to sell to buyers who have a high likelihood of closing, right? Makes sense. Well, use this pre-approval line of credit from Fund That Flip and that will signal to the seller that you're the real deal and you'll be able to close quickly. It's free. All you gotta do is go to fundthatflip.com. You've gotta qualify that you have prior experience and there's a process, but it's free and you need to go to fundthatflip.com to get the pre-approval line of credit because this is a way that's gonna help your short-term rehab loan happen because you're going to get the deal for the property where you need the short-term rehab loan. Go to fundthatflip.com and get that pre-approval line of credit for up to $2 million. Best ever listeners, hello. Welcome to the best real estate investing advice ever show. I'm Joe Fairless. This is the show where we cut out the fluffy stuff and we only talk about the best advice that moves your real estate investing business forward. With us today, we have got Jay St. Hilaire. How you doing, Jay? Great, Joe. How you doing? I'm doing really well, and thank you for being on the show. A little bit about Jay. He is a real estate investing trainer, author, coach who has a focus on rent-to-own lease options. He travels the country teaching the concepts, and he's the author of Stop Renting and Be a Homeowner Now! Exclamation mark. He was inspired by Dean Graziosi, and uh, Dean's actually been a guest on the podcast before. He's based in Brushton, New York, and you can say hi to him at his name, first and last name, .com, which is there's a link in the show notes. With that being said, Jay, you want to give the best ever listeners a little bit more about your background and what you're focused on now? Yeah, Joe. Uh, first of all, thanks for having me on your show. I'm pretty excited and uh, grateful to be here. A little bit about me. Uh, in 2009, I was watching TV and I seen my, my now mentor, Dean Graziosi, and I always want to learn real estate. I always thought it was for real successful people. You had to be successful before you even got into real estate. But I seen his commercial and uh, called in, got his book, and eventually joined his success academy and stuff. So uh, that's how I got into real estate. He became my mentor. I bought his uh, first book, Be a Real Estate Millionaire, through the commercial. It was like about three o'clock in the morning and I was... Uh, you know, same old story. A lot of people buy stuff on TV. You don't really think these people are real, but believe me, Dean's a real deal. I bought his book, read it, uh, bought another book of his, read that, and then I joined his Success Academy and learned real estate through that and continually bought his products and stuff. And uh, after a few years, I've done now over 140 deals. Um, 
that's just part-time. I work a full-time job too. So I know exactly how to get things done working a full-time job, looking for my freedom to be retired. And I, this is my focus. This is my path. And uh, I think I'm learning from a pretty cool dude that really knows his stuff. I agree. You know, I didn't know him before I did the interview and it was just so refreshing because I did have a preconceived notion of just guru when I first read about him. But then when I met him, I was like, he is just so genuine. And plus, he said, you know, he's good friends with Tony Robbins, who is just like the man. And I just I love everything he represents. And best ever listeners, it's episode 248 where Dean gives his best real estate investing advice ever. And I highly recommend listening to it. There's a bunch of really, really good tips on there. So you studied his course and you've now done over 140 deals. You said you have a full-time job. What's your full-time job? Power lineman. work on high voltage power lines. We climb two to 300 foot towers and uh, work on power. <laughs> Transmission. Say again, Joe. What, what are your hours? Seven to 3.30, but normally we work uh, anywhere from 60 to 80 hours, sometimes 100. And I mean, it depends when we have an emergency or whatever, we can get called at any minute. So that's the hard part about learning a real estate deal is because I never know where I am, what I'm doing. I, I can't have a schedule. Even for this interview, I, it's, uh, I had to skip out of work early just to do this. Well, we won't so, let them know that. They know. <laughs> <laughs> they know I'm working towards the freedom. I mean, I love my job. I've been there almost 16 years, but they know I'm working on my freedom. They know what I do. And uh, I got vacation. That's why I stay in my job because I got vacation and uh, sick time. And I love what I do. I love the guys I work with. Uh, so that's why I'm kind of still there. I make way more in real estate, even part-time right now than I do at my job. I mean, I make six figures at my job, but uh, real estate is better to me, but uh, I still love my job. How many years ago did you start investing? 2009. 2009, you've done 140 deals. Now, that can mean a whole lot of things because the deals could be losing money. They could be making $5 or whatever. How much on average do you make per deal? It depends. Uh, on the rent-to-owns, I mean, just for instance, just last week I bought a house for $12,000, sold it for $5,000 down, six fifty dollars a month at 8% interest to me. I sold it for $49,900. So if you figure in the interest you make just on that one deal, that's a crazy return. And will, you, will, done... you, will you say that slower? I'm writing it down. Okay, I'm sorry, Joe. No, that's good. I, I I love that you know these numbers so well. I'm just gonna write this down. You bought it for 12k. This is even before it's closed. I've I've learned from Dean to build a buyer's list first. So I have a buyer's list, and I go out and find exactly what they want. So I have it basically sold before I buy it, and I have all this system in place. So. I had a buyer. They told me what area they wanted, what they had down. They said they had 5K down, which is the case of most of them that I require. So I went out and negotiated a price that they wanted 25K for the house. I negotiated it down to 12 and I locked it up with an option to purchase. So that means I don't have any money in it. Well, I gave them $50 to seal the deal, legally binding contract. Fifth, uh, 12,000. So I got 5,000 from my buyer towards that 12,000. Mm -hmm. So really I only have 7K in it. Mm -hmm. And I signed a contract with my buyer for 5,000 down, 650 per month at 8% interest for 49.9. That's my contract with my buyer. Mm -hmm. So I either pay cash for these properties or I get financing 
or I just take over payments subject to. But crazy return is really I only got 7K in that because I used my 5K down from my buyer. They're paying all the expenses, everything, because they're leasing the own. Is that right? They pay everything. They pay the taxes, the insurance. It's actually in my area. I started out with my attorney. That's the first thing I had to do was learn from my attorney what I could do. And it's called a land contract that we do in upstate New York. That's what the contract is, is a land contract. If they make their payment and they make them for 12 months, and that's 7800 so you're $300 positive, that 8% interest, is that for 30 years or what? I do the numbers. It's not real hard. I have a app that I use on my phone, mortgage calculator, and I just play around with the numbers. I always make the payment fit my buyer. Whatever my buyer tells me they need for a payment, I negotiate all the buy price and everything around that, whether it be my payment on what it costs me to finance the place or if it's whatever, I normally ask for 650. So even if I have financing, I always try to make the financing two or three hundred dollars a month so I can make two or three hundred cash flow on the payments. There's a couple of different ones. You can go on uh, your app store on your iPhone, just put in uh, amortization schedule. And it'll bring up any, a f- bunch of free apps. I mean, you can pay for them, but I get the free one. And I just play with the numbers in there to get their payment. And whenever I get to their payment, it'll tell me how many years it'll go for. I mean, it could be 15. It could be 20. I've gone up to 30 years with people just to get their payment to where it needs to be at 8%. Okay. 8% is the constant. And then you back into the payment amount which you'd like to have about 650, and then, then the number of years will be dictated based on those two variables. Exactly. Okay, cool. Really interesting. Yeah, in my area, the, the, you know, there's not a lot of people that do it, but there is a couple of them that do it, and they get 12 to 15%. So my 8% is way below theirs, and it's a win-win situation, and uh, they all come to me now because my interest rate's so low. Mm-hmm. When you take a look at this property, I mean, this one is... The, a rent-to-own lease option. How many of those rent-to-own lease options do you have right now? Right now I have 12. I had uh, up to 17 at one time, but sold some off. Some have paid in full. And I try to hook them up with a mortgage broker so they can get their credit and so they can pay it off. But uh, I also build new houses. I've had a construction business since I was 21. I also have new builds that I build and live in and sell. And I just got so much going on with my full-time job and I just got done building a house and selling it and building another one that uh, we sold some off. So we could use some cash. You build it, you live in it, and then you sell. Is that for financing purposes? I've been building houses since I was 21, living in them for a little while and then selling them. Why versus just building and then selling? Actually, my uncle, I looked up to him when I was small and that's what he did. So I, that's what I started doing. But I just recently got a new CPA and recently realized that I used to think that I had to live in them for two years because of the capital gains tax. I used to think I got some bad advice earlier, and that's one good lesson for the best ever listeners is to get a CPA right off the bat. And I don't know if it's changed, and this is why, uh, but I used to think and I was told that you had to live in the new build for two years because of the capital gains tax. But recently, just a few months ago, I learned from my new CPA that I don't have to do that. I can sell it right off as long as I invest that profit into another house before two years instead of owning it for two years. Mm -hmm. I have to make that investment into another house before two years. 
what percentage of your deals are these rent to own lease options versus these new construction houses that you're building? Oh, 95%. Normally I used to build a house every two years and sell it because I thought I had to live in it two years. For instance, two years ago, I built a house and I just sold it like six months ago. And I just built this new house I'm in right now in 12 weeks. And yesterday I started marketing it on Facebook because I just learned from my CPA that I could sell it right off. And I bought 13 acres so I could build another one right next to it and maybe another one after that. So I buy the land too. You know, I buy a good chunk of land and I separate it. Like um, this one I'm uh, marketing for three acres. I'm going to let go with it, but it's all negotiable. You know, if they try to talk me down in price, I might only give them one acre, you know, uh, it, everything's negotiable. Jay, what's your best real estate investing advice ever? I would say, you know, the best real estate investing advice would be to find a mentor. You have to find a mentor right off because uh, you waste a lot of time. They can show you the tried and true methods. They can give you the fastest path to success. You're learning from all their mistakes. I know my mentor says, he says it over and over. I mean, you pay for speed and it is true. I mean, when I first started thinking about paying a mentor, or paying for a, a course or whatever, I had reservations because I didn't really know, you know, you're taking a risk. I didn't have the money at the time. I put it on my credit card, but how much uh, was it? Five grand to join Dean's success Academy. And the funny thing is back then you had a full refund. If you did five deals and made a certain amount of money in one year, he'd give you all your money back. And at the time my wife's like, yeah, right. You know, I was on the phone when I signed up for it. They wanted her to get on the phone, my wife with me. And uh, she was totally against it. And she said, what, you know, are you crazy? Putting five grand. We don't have five grand to put on our credit card. And anyway, make a long story short, I did uh, 13 deals in one year instead of five and made way more money. And uh, I, I got the check pinned up on my wall right now that Dean gave me back. It didn't cost me a dime for my education. Wow. How, how is it with the time commitment? You mentioned you have a wife because you're working, you said sometimes 60 to 80 hours a week, plus you're doing real estate investing. I mean, you're building houses. How do you allocate time towards your family life? Time is a major, that's a major thing that I'm always struggling with, but I've also got mentors that I'm learning from time management now. That's the best ever advice is, is find a mentor. No matter, even when you get a mentor for real estate, you got to have a mentor. It could be the same mentor too, which it is a lot with, with Dean. He's personal development with me and real estate and time management, all that stuff he, he's into teaching and giving you his best advice. But for me, uh, well, my wife used to have her own business. Now uh, we're doing so well that she works with me in real estate. During the day, she's doing all my real estate stuff. And I also have an assistant. That was one other follow-up question that I wanted to ask about the rent-to-own lease options. You have 12 of them going on right now, and if they're going well, you've got 12 people paying you a monthly check, and you have 12 different contract agreements. What paperwork is involved for a rent-to-own lease option? Uh, basically, it's just uh, the option to purchase when I go look at and negotiate a house. And then calling up my buyers list, which I've already done the work uh, on Craigslist. I have unique ways of finding buyers that I've learned from Dean. And I have my buyers. I call them up and I sign a contract with them also. So it's basically contracts. And really, you don't have to know all this stuff. It sounds like a lot, but your attorney knows. You go in and tell your attorney what you want to do. 
and he has all the contracts. He has all the knowledge. Basically, that's all you need to do. I mean, I know how to do it now. My wife does a lot of the running around, the the, the looking up liens and all that stuff now herself. But uh, that's another thing as a title company you want to get in good with. They'll do a lot of the work for you theirself. And when the contract is signed, basically the checks just keep coming in every month. And we're listed on the insurance with the rent to own. So if they don't pay their insurance, we get a message from our insurance saying they didn't pay. So we obviously call them up and call the, that, you know, that's some of the paperwork that you got to take care of, which my wife does. But the other thing is if they don't pay the taxes, uh, well, you know, you got to follow up with them, but normally everything goes smooth. If they pay the payment, pay the taxes, pay the insurance, it's basically just going to the mailbox and your slippers and collecting the check. You don't have it automated with direct deposit? I don't, but that's a good idea. I mean, I've heard that before and I was going to do it at one time and that, you know, I got so much going on that I didn't follow up with it. But since you mentioned it, I probably will follow up with it now, Joe. (laughs) You mentioned earlier, you've got some unique ways to find buyers. What are one or two of them? Bandit signs. I mean, I'm sure you've heard of Buyers or sellers, sorry. Actually both, but uh, sellers, I use bandit signs in my area. What's really funny is there's not a person in, in two counties that I invest in that use bandit signs. Only I do. I only see mine out there and they work like magic. The other is Craigslist. And now I just figured out a way on Facebook, uh, Facebook marketing. I create groups like my town is Brushton. I created Brushton online real estate and I added all my friends and had them add their friends. And I do a lot. Most of my marketing now is bandit signs and uh, used to be Craigslist, but now it's Facebook. And that's to find both buyers and sellers? Yes, because uh, I, I create different groups for each one of them, you know, like people, renters, there's so many people that are looking to rent. And uh, I create a group on Facebook in my local area that is just for renters. And then I start plastering my link for rent to own on there. And I start giving them tons of free information, free tra- chapter of my book, free reports. I just, you know, give them all kinds of free information and, and help them and find out what their obstacles are. And then I just give that information that solves their problem on there for free. And then they end up doing business with me. You ready for the best ever lightning round? Sure. All right. First, a quick word from our best ever partners. Bob Malecki and his team at Resolution Capital Management partner with individuals to invest in distressed residential mortgage notes. If you're interested in doing a joint venture with them, where basically you invest alongside with them and sharing a portion of the profits based on how well that individual project goes, then go to rcm.company forward slash JV. That's rcm.company forward slash JV. Best ever book you've read? Best ever book I read is uh, 30 Days to Real Estate Cash by Dean Graziosi. Best ever personal growth experience. What'd you learn from it? Speaking on stage with my mentor, I learned that uh, I could do something that I feared all my life. Once you face it head on and once you get it in your head that you can do it, then I did it and I gained massive confidence. Where was that? That was in uh, Phoenix, Arizona on uh, Dean Graziosi's stage. And I got to share the stage with some cool people. You know, Dean, uh, Brendan Bouchard was there, Lisa Saskovich. I mean, you know, I, I got to I got to meet some Joe Polish. I got to meet and be friends with some really cool people through that. Best ever deal you've done? Uh, my last house. I built it new, got all done, 86K profit. 
best ever way you like to give back? Many ways I like to give back, but training and coaching people. And uh, I like giving back to my mentor. I do on his uh, membership site, Insider Elite. I do daily wisdoms for him. I do expert contributor, uh, write blogs for him. And I do, uh, you know, give my advice free as much as I can for other students just starting out, just like I was. What's the biggest mistake you've made in real estate so far? Biggest mistake I've ever made, I think, was not doing my due diligence. I went to a tax sale and uh, bought five properties, didn't look at them, thought I was uh, knew my stuff, thought I could take a risk, which I'm always trying to get myself out in that, out of my comfort zone. So I thought at that time would be a good idea, but uh, I didn't do my due diligence, went to look at a property, didn't even have a floor. It caved into the, to, uh, the basement and there was four foot of water in there. So uh, I've learned from that mistake. What process or questions do you have in place or ask in order to mitigate that from happening again? There's a list that you get on now, and I, I, I do my homework first, basically, before I do things at the drop of a hat. Now, uh, I get on, before a tax sale, you want to go, they have certain nights you can go ask questions and uh, look at the properties and do your due diligence and, and know everything going on. It's basically being prepared. Uh, and, and there's a there's a, an outline that you can get for those tax sales to do that. And you definitely want to do that. And what's the best place the best ever listeners can reach you? Best place to reach me is at my email, jbtogs at yahoo.com, jbtoggs at yahoo.com. I have a phone number, but uh, I use that phone number for everything, but uh, I really don't want it. You can get a hold of me at jsandler.com, but the best one is jbtogs at yahoo.com, my email. Well, Jay, thank you for being on the show, sharing your advice with the best ever listeners and talking about your 95% focus, which is those rent to own lease options. And you walked us through that one deal where you bought it for 12K, 5K down. So you're only in it for what, $7,000. And then over the course of one year, you're actually in it for $0, assuming that they make their $650 payments. And then also, your best ever advice on finding a mentor, which clearly in your case in particular, that was what took you to a whole nother level. And you're so involved with the program. And I love how you gave us some specific tactics. So wholesalers and fix and flippers, the tactics that Jay mentioned, they're working right now. Bandit signs, which you probably already knew of but perhaps you're not doing um, Craigslist. But then also I love the Facebook group example where you're creating groups for renters and for buyers of real estate for your particular market. And you're just inviting your friends and telling them to invite friends. And (laughs) it's pretty straightforward, but it's working for you. And I love the simple effective tactics because that's what's easiest to implement and that's what can be replicated. So thanks again for being on the show. Hope you have the best ever day and we'll talk to you soon. Hey, Joe, I appreciate it. Thank you. Bob Malecki and his team at Resolution Capital Management partner with individuals to invest in distressed residential mortgage notes. If you're interested in doing a joint venture with them, where basically you invest alongside with them and sharing a portion of the profits based on how well that individual project goes, then go to rcm.company forward slash JV. That's rcm.company forward slash JV.